Okay, we continue the Mimer, we're <coughs> up to Oisbeis, and now we can explain the reason why the Karbanas are referred to as bread and food. What is the impact of food? It brings together the life of the person with the body. <clears throat> that even though in the power of the life force, the nefesh, there is the capacity to express and to give life force and life and the highest to the guf. Nevertheless, it only has this uh, effectuate, it only effectuates it through bread. Like the Pasuk Kintilim says, the and bread, levav enosh yisad, to the heart of man does it provide sustenance, a suda. Meaning that the bread provides this meal and it elevates the heart to receive the life force from the mayach, because the term sa'ad, similar to the word suda or a meal, is the idea of holding together samach, so it shouldn't fall down. Like the, the Pasuk in Yeshaya says that it holds it together and it uh, supports it. So it should not collapse. That is, after we are Mavara the Michael in the digestive system, and it dismisses all of the waste to the outside, the food is pushed along, and it goes through the entire digestive process, and it goes into the heart and into the brain. And then from there, it dispatches life to the rest of the body. Similarly, we understand in the analogy that like the Pesach says, Va'ata, referring to Hashem, you, Mechayes Kulam, give life to everything, that the highest of all of the worlds is comparable to the life force that the soul provides to the body, that there is both a Pneumius and a Chetzenius, as we discussed before, like the taste of the fruit and the, 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 um, the fabric of the fruit itself, that this connection is through, again, the idea of Lechem, as we will explain, and this is effectuated via the Karbonis. Now, Food needs to be digested. And this is what it says, with my innards should cry out to you. These are my, my stomach cries out to you. That there are malachim who are considered like the eyes of Hashem. There are those that are like the ears of Hashem. And there are those that are like the digestive system, the innards. That again, what they do is they decipher the waste from the healthy which is the hashpah that is overwhelmed through the hashtashlis until it pr- produces all of the crops and so forth. Like it says, there's so much crops that come from the sun. And the choice part is elevated to the heart, which is the kisei hakavah, the supports Hashem, which is this abundance of the camp of Michal and love, the camp of Gavriel and Yira, that this is called the heart that through the karbonus of the flock and of the sheep, it supports the heart above, that it should be elevated up to bring chayas from the mind, from this pleasant aroma to Hashem, that this level of the animal should be elevated up into, again, the face of the ox, like it describes that the chayas, the animals that uplift and carry the throat of Hashem. And then in parentheses, Al-Tareb explains that when it says in Shir Hashirim, Yom Simchas Libay, the day of the rejoicing of my heart, is a reference to the building of the Beis HaMikdash, because regarding the Beis HaMikdash, it says it is the designated place of Hashem's resting, which parallels this idea of the Beis HaMikdash above, the Kisi HaKavad, like it says in the Yitzchayim. The altar brings other source material as well, that through the carbon we elevate to the level of Chachmilah and even higher than that. And this is the idea of the Maisa Har the whole process, that we elevate the food 
to attach that that which is expressed from the highest to give life to all of the worlds. Like we said it before, Vata Mechaya. We now return to the idea of the Nesachim, which is the wine libations, which is the expression and the revelation in the Pneumius. Like it says, Yeir Hashem Ponov Elecha, Nesach Sheicher Hashem, both using the Havaya term to connote this idea of this expression, this level of seviv kolalman, like the wine that brings joy, which is a drawing down from above to below, as we described earlier. Then in the parentheses, the author explains some of the differences between the actual carbon and the nesachim that seems to present in two manners. One, that the actual carbon is an elevation, is a bringing up of the bread that satisfies the heart of man. And so too, it brings up the highest from the maya, and the second, that through the bread, which is the general attachment of the soul to the body, that absent the bread, <clears throat> the neshama would leave the body, for example, and it wouldn't be revealed even to the chetzenius of the chayas from the nefesh in the body, and through the bread, it becomes attached, and it attaches the neshama into the body. Concurrent with this, the pnimis achayas is still something which is hidden, and the revelation is a chetzenius. And the yai in the wine expresses this joy in this gilei pnimis. So too in the nimshal, even though through the carbonus we have this idea that the animals and the concept of that carry the throne, they elevate this idea of the heart to receive from the mayach. And from here it's drawn out that you are the source of all life, that from the heart it dispatches the highest to all of the body. Concurrent with this, in the pnimis achayis, it's still the level that is hidden. And the revelation is... The chitzaini is that there should be this revelation in the pnimius mamish, that this is through the nesachim, which is the drawing down the gili of the pnimius. However, we could also say, based on what it says in the Yitzchayim, that sometimes the tachtain is goes up also in bo- both levels, that it takes the pnimius of the elyain and then it becomes literally like it. And this is what we explained earlier in the name of the Yitzchayim, that the pnimius elyain does not come down to the tachtain. It doesn't come down, meaning. However, there can be an aliyah of the tachli, that sometimes it is oiled to such a degree that it reaches even to the pnimius of the elyah. Earlier we said that it doesn't. There's always going to be this disconnect. But there can, of course, doesn't everything doesn't work in a perfect mathematical formula. Based on this, it's possible to say that even through the zevach, the actual carbon, and the halah, the elevation, which is that the chayos, the animal, and the animalistic carry the kisei, there can also be an aliyah to such a degree that it also reaches the pnimis aliyah. But concurrent with this, it is an aliyah melmalta lamayla, but in order for there to be a gile pnimis aliyah, down here, that's only through the nesachim which bring down. And this is the idea of misameach elokim, that is misameach, the helam and the hester that is drawn out from shem elokim, that it should not conceal. It should be instead a gile pnimis lamata. And therefore, every carbon had to have this nesachim, this wine libations, because the ikar Allah is for the hamshacha that comes afterwards. Like we said, again, whoever reads the Kriya Shema without filling, it's as if he brought a carbon without the meal offering, or an, any other type of carbon, a zevach, without the nesachim, the wine offering, that his carbon is invalid, it's, it's worthless. Ein carboni klum. Why? Because it has not drawn anything down and that's the ultimate objective, not just the uplift, but the drawdown, which is represented by the mincha and the nesachim. And the, again, which is bringing the chabad down here. 
why, how is it this way? Because shemen, oil, which is part of the mincha, is chachma. Like we know, that shemen will float on top of wine. That is, from everything you can find, oil, uh, nuts and so on, you can squeeze them. Even from a stone, there can be a form of oil because everything is made with chachma. So even within the inanimate, there can be, and there is this quality of shemen, of chachma, if we can uh, dig deeply enough. Uh, and the soilest, the grain of the mincha, is the idea of das. Like the Gemara tells us, that a child doesn't know how to call out his parents until he has grain, which is, again, comprehension. And the nesachim, which are wine, is the concept of vina. So the mincha and the nesachim are the drawing down of the chachma, which is the oil of the meal offering. Bina, which is the wine. Das, which is the grain. And without them, you have not achieved anything because you've only elevated the animal through the carbon and you have not brought down, which is the ultimate objective. So too, like it says, if a person reads the Shema and he's not wearing tefillin, because Kriya Shema is the contemplation of Hashem's oneness, a total surrender of myself and my extension towards Hashem. And tefillin is the drawing down of the Echad of God onto the physical parchment. And absent tefillin, if a person has not effectuated anything, he is only brought up as if he is brought up, but he hasn't then turned it back around and brought it back down, as we can understand. And the idea of the nisuch, of the pouring of the wine through those channels that brought it away down into the depth of the mountain of the Beis Hamikdash, like it says, Yihirakia, there should be the firmament within the water that separates between the waters. What are these waters, plural? There's the lower water and the higher water, that initially there was water within water, this level of the spiritual water, not the Gashmis water, like it says, that the spirit of Hashem hovered over the water. But this spiritual water, which is the level of Chachma, as we know, or is Mayim of the, the heavens and the Mayim, which has no color, and the mikvah, the collection of water, which purifies the impure. And on the second day of creation, Hashem separated out between the waters. At that point, the higher waters became more spiritual than they were before the separation, and the lower waters became more materialistic, more identifiable, Mayim Gashmiyam. Like you have a barrel of wine that's mixed together with all of its sediment, and the wine um, does not uh, rise above it because, and the shmurim and the sediment is not so crass, they're mixed together. But when the sediment is brought down to the bottom, then the wine becomes more clear, more purified, and the sediment becomes more crass, more identifiable. So, too, prior to the separation between the waters and after the separation, you had less distinction and more distinction. The distinction being the higher waters became more spiritual and the lower waters became more Gashmis. Then on the third day, it says that Hashem collected the waters from the heavens to one place. This is the depth that is greatly distant, that Hashem sort of chased away. And this is the level of Gevura and Dinim to be very rigid and harsh. And it requires us to find the godliness within it. And this is through digging deep down into the earth and bringing out from below to above. And this way we sweeten. And so too, it is able to purify from even the harsh forms of Tumah, like Nida and Zava, that it purifies out this level uh, uh, of water. Like our sages say, that a Mayan, a wellspring, can be Matar, even with a small drop.
And this is the idea of the Nesachim, the wine libations, that it pours down the wine into these depths through these channels, that through the revelation of the Pneumius, it draws it down to the deepest level, and it gives it the capacity that it should elevate it up to holiness. And this is what it says, in the holy Hasech Nesach, he shall pour it. And the Nisuch is specifically with Yayin, with uh, wine. Because the Gevudas can only be sweetened if you'll go to their very essence. And as we mentioned before, Yayin represents the idea of Bina, that from there you can clarify, just like in Chachm, you can have some wild ideas, and through Bina, we jury out which are the appropriate ideas. And the reason for the difference between the Nesachim, between a, a, a heifer and a ram, like it says, half a hin, that's a measurement. Uh, of the Nesachim for a heifer and a third of a hin if it's for a ram because that which is drawn down is commensurate with that which is uplifted. That when we uplift the heifer or the ox, it uplifts the very essence of the face of the ox and therefore it draws down to a more profound level all the way down to a half a hin, a larger quantity of that which is drawn down because of the greater quantity of that which is elevated. And therefore, it can draw down to a deeper and, and more profound level, which is not the case with a ram, an isle, and a keves, uh, a lamb, that are not the same degree of the face of the ox. And they're drawing down, therefore, can only reach a third of a hin or a quarter, but not a half a hin. Again, a lesser quantity on what is brought down into the world because of the lesser quantity of what is elevated. This is what our sages say in the story of uh, Purim, that it says, Vashtiyah the drinking was according to the rule. What rule? The rule of Torah. And the eating, where you have to eat more than you drink. That is, that, that's a halacha in Torah. And this means that that which is uplifted is more than that which is drawn down. Like our sages say, one drop doesn't come down unless two drops go up. As we can understand, you think about the sort of uh, commensurate behavior. And the Gemara tells us that when the Pasuk says, Begam Yekev this is these channels of a Mari, or what does Yekev mean? It means the unity of the names of Hashem and Elikim, which is the Gematria of Yud and Kuf and Vez. And that is that the Rakia that separates, the firmament that separates between the waters is Shem Elikim. Like we say, the sun and its filter. And regarding the Nesachim, again, it says, Hasech Nesach Sheikh Hashem that it draws out a revelation of godliness, which is the pneumius to be, and this is through the unification of the names, that is the drawing down of Havayin Elokim, and drawing it down also on the level of the Mayim Tachtoinim, that are beneath the firmament. And this again is indicated in that Pasif Gam Yekev Chatzad Boy. Now we have a new Mimer, we're in Daf Membeiz Amit Beiz. The Mimer begins like this. The Jewish people were in the wilderness, and they caught a man collecting sticks on Shabbos, and ultimately he has to be executed. The Zayar explains that there are different types of eats or eitzim, woods. There's the eats, the tree or the wood of life, and the tree, the wood of knowledge, and uh, this is the point that we make. So to understand, what is the idea of Kedusha? That our sages say a person is mikadish, he sanctifies himself a little bit down here. And in response, mikadshin, he is sanctified in abundance from above. 
This doesn't just mean the presence of the Shechina, regarding which we say that the Shechina rests, like our sages say, even if one person sits and studies Torah, the Shechina is with him. But rather, it's like it says in the Gemara, uh, based on the Pasuk that says, you will collect your grain. And it says, that strangers will rise up and they will um, shepherd your animals. That from here we learn that when the Jewish people do the will of Hashem, then the others do it for them. And when they don't do the will of Hashem, then they have to do the collection themselves. That's why one Pusik says, you will collect the grain. And another Pusik says that others will do it for you. Now, this seems odd. How is it that the Asaph which is speaking about that you have to do it? Ipso facto, that means that you're not doing the will of Hashem. That's why you have to do it yourself. And that is immediately, that phrase that you will collect the grain comes immediately after the Pasuk that says that you will serve Hashem with all your heart and all your soul. So that would seem to suggest that you are serving Hashem. So why then do you have to collect the grain? Why isn't somebody else collecting the grain? But the point is that in the parsha it does not say, that is in the first paragraph of Shema, you recognize it says, and in the second paragraph, it says, it does not say, and that's why it's still called, not yet doing the will of Hashem. Now, we got to understand, so the Zayah says, that less pochanical, uh, that it's, it is not, uh, but um, uh, not with but of that we understand that love itself as an of is an avoid and a great le- a level that has to be worked towards like Moshe Rabbeinu taught the Jewish people to love Hashem for he is their life that is to contemplate how a person loves his very existence and he wants to remain alive that's instinctual and he will not surrender it for anything and still a person turns his whole heart and his whole uh, desire for life towards Hashem, because he recognizes that Hashem is the source of his life. And therefore, that is, he devotes himself with all of his keiches, like uh, all that, his, his food, all of his work, and so on. Everything about his life is devoted to Hashem, because he intuitively, instinctively loves his life, and therefore he has love for Hashem, who provides his life. And this is called Abbas Olam, a love for Hashem that is commensurate to his love for this world. Uh, again, it's going to be limited because it's only as much as he loves his own life. But the level of Decha is a love that is without any limitation and has no interruption. Now, wherever it says Ma'oid, it means without uh, interruption because it comes from Sevev Kolamit, where no other matter has any stature before him, because the highest of all of the worlds, higher and lower, comes from the Ruach Piv, only the breath of Hashem's mouth. Like the Pasuk says, the Ruach Piv calls up. Now, just like a physical person, the Ruach Piv, he comes and he's drawn out from the Pneumius and the Teichet. But nevertheless, it's not his very identity. That is, his breath is not his identity, because it doesn't change him before he speaks, before he breathes. He's the same person. It's only a very... Um, shallow aspect of his identity. So too, the life force that gives existence to all the worlds, both the more uh, spiritually aware, the Al-Yenim, and the less spiritually aware, the Tachtenim, is only a, a minor expression of Hashem's identity. 
at the level of Sevev Kolamin that cannot be invested in the world, which is Atzmesumahus Mamish, it is where there is no distinction between up and down that does not have any stature at all. And therefore, it says, if his glory is over the heavens and the earth, that the level of the Aretz is comparable to Shemayim, where there is no stature to it. And this level comes from Sevev Kolamin. So it doesn't matter whether it comes from other uh, other loves or in any other way. Like it says, Mayim Rabim, abundant waters, cannot extinguish my love since it is not invested within a keli at all. And each person, according to their own level, there's the level of Ava, like it says, and then there's the level, like it says, that it should be a covenant, and like it says, different psukim. What is an ois bris? What is a covenantial sign? It is the love that comes from the level of Sevev Kolamin, that is not invested in something specific, but it is there, it is all-encompassing, as you could imagine. That's what makes it a covenant that is not tied to behavior or performance. And this is what Chazal say, that when we call Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu and not any other name, we don't call him Rachum, because all the other names are an expression of the impact that he has. Even Shemavaya is that he is the constant Mahava of creation from nothing into something. But the word Kadosh is reference to the essence of Hashem himself that is not invested within the world. And Kadosh Baruch Hu, Baruch meaning invested, is that he takes it and invests it in this physical world. And this love that comes from this level called Kedusha is a feminine quality that it receives from Kadosh, Kedusha, with a hey at the end. Like it says, like it says, a person uh, towards her man, she has this great desire that this level of Av is called Oizbris, that does not reveal itself except through the uh, the Bris Mila. Like it says, the removal of the foreskin and the metaphorical foreskin that surrounds and encases the heart, that is, clogs it up, conceals it. And this is the level of Avara. That is, when a person has a love for material things, even if it's permissible, but it only comes out of passion and impulse. And this is what the Pasuk means when it says, by the exertion of your palms, you will eat. That is, that the palms should exert themselves, or the feet, or only the external, but not the heart. Uh, Even those people who are naturally sort of cold fish, and they like to sit and study, they are comparable to a person who was born circumcised. They don't have any desire for material things. But even they require a toughest bris. A little bit, they have to still remove some of that passion, some of that uh, drive for uh, 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 sensual fulfillment. Like the Pasuk says, of from the milk comes the cream. Like our sages say, when, where do you find the cream of Taira? By a person who draws out from the milk. What is the idea of cream? So it's like the fat that floats on top of the milk. So to the level of love that is not invested within the keli. Now, it says in the Pasuk, like the tree that is at the water uh, uh, oasis, that is this level of eights, eights chayim, that no person can withstand it uh, from the heat. That is, that it never interrupts this love because of its passion for other things. And therefore, the makif blinds his eyes uh, and the overwhelming waters that cannot extinguish this love. Now the Pasuk says, if a person, 
a Pesukin Eve, if a person will devote his heart and his spirit and his soul, he will be uh, included, that is, that when a person directs his heart and the depth of his avarava in his chuka, like we say, the, the person that her desire is to her husband, that it will be to him, that he will be subsumed, he will be drawn down into this greater Kedusha. And this is what it means that a man sanctifies himself a little bit below. That is, it's only a little bit. Like it says, it appears to him like a mountain, but in truth, it isn't that way. So then he gets a reciprocal in a far greater way, that it draws down the level of Sebev Kolam and through Terah Mitzvahs. That the mitzvahs are called the limbs of the king. Like Lamashal, if a person grabs you by one of your extremities. And certainly if he takes you by the right hand, that is through the mitzvah of tzedakah, he draws the entire person close to him. And if a person thinks about this deeply, that Torah and mitzvahs are the save of Kolam, and the very atzmas of the Eberstra lives within them, if so, when he's engaged in them and he receives the Torah through his intellect, or he does the mitzvahs with his behavior, he draws that and Urain safe into atzmas mamsh. And this is what the Pasuk means, that for the abundance on the Yuval Yishlach Shroshav, it sends out its roots. That this is the idea of Yovel with the Cholim vowel and Yuval with the Malupim vowel. Yovel, Yuval. And both of them mean or, or, or forms of expression of progress. And Alter Rebbe brings Psukim to support this. But the level of Yuval with the Malupim means to say that Hashem directs and he draws it down through Torah Mitzvahs. And Yovel with the Cholim is that he brings us up to a higher level. So one is he leads us into this world, and the other is he leads us up from this world. Like it says, Yovel hi etil lechem. That is, the lechem should be to you the Yovel that draws out. Peshaftim ish a person returns back to his um, uh, original ownership, to be subsumed in the oneness of Hashem. Now, Yuval, I'm sorry, Yovel is in the 50th year. That is, represents the 50th gate. And this is what it means that Yovel, that he draws down, it draws us up above. Like we explained in the Pasuk and Pashas Amor, that it says, it says you count 50 days. I We know you only count 49 days because that 50th day is what connects us with the Eberstein. And this is what it means that it will be al Yuval with the Malupim, you will, it will expand its roots. That is, Yuval is to bring it into the world. Yuval is to take it from the higher to the lower. And now we also understand what it says in the Zayhar, that it says, Hayeshba eats im ayin, is there a tree there or not? This is what Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Malagim the to find out, that the level of ayin is higher than even the level of eitz hachayim. So is there eitz, or is there something higher than eitz, higher than the tree, tree of life? Is there this level of ayin, the shara chamishin, this level of yoivel, that connects between Ayin and Yesh. And this is this idea that we find by Chita, I'm sorry, by the Chait of Makoshish Eitzim. He collected the sticks on Shabbos. Now, Shabbos is the level of elevating the six workdays. And this is the idea of elevating the Eitz Hadas Toivara, that we separate out the Toiv from the Ram, we elevate it up higher, and we connect with the Eitz Hachayim. And therefore, the Iker revelation of this overwhelming love is on Shabbos. Now, Eitz Chaim is a level of Shabbos in the day. And through this, we have Yuval, we expand, or we send out, we dispatch the roots. And this is the level of Shabbos Shabbos, which is the Mincha of Shabbos, the most choice time of Shabbos. And what then is the Avera of the collector of sticks? That is, 
he pulls something out of the ground. He uproots it. He separates it out to make it something of its own, to make it detach from its life source and not bottle into that which is giving it existence. And on Shabbos, when we have the opportunity to attach the tree of knowledge and the tree of life, that the yesh can have bittel, it can be elevated, therefore to uproot it, to detach it from its origin, is to make it something separate and something conflicting with the bittel opportunity. This warrants the death penalty, because through this, he damages the very opportunity of unifying the eights with its origin. Thank you.